Wholesome Podcast. Wholesome B. Mitch. Trey always in the building. We got special guest Zoo in the building. So, you, so you're so you're first generation first natural citizen. Yeah. Um. So your 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 family, your cultural um, beliefs in terms of relationships are probably different than what you're actually growing up in society in America. That's real. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's absolutely a real thing. So. What are your family values, but being first generation, growing up in America, what's your values, or what have you seen that more correlate towards you? Yeah. First and foremost, my family, the way that they've been and what they've been through, they they care about my happiness. Of course. So it's like, we have our cultural values. We have the people who say that you have to act this way, otherwise you might not be respected, you might not be accepted or you might not find that partner you're looking for. Right. But my parents actually have said that they just want their children to be happy. Which is excellent. Yeah, that's beautiful. But the fact that we've grown up here, they know that they're growing up. They know that they're raising their children black in America. They're raising their children to be black women who are dating whoever they're dating, right. potentially marrying whoever they're marrying. So for me, I think one of the things that we've talked about before is that it's really conservative where I come from. Yes. You might have people who are of a certain class, who have a certain education range, and that's who your parents want you to marry. Right, right, right. When you come here, kind of that dissolves, because it's really hard to tell here mm-hmm. who's from which class, mm-hmm. especially if everybody is like black or otherwise, right, right? Right, right, So you meet somebody, and you think that maybe you want to rock with them for a little bit. My mm-hmm. parents, they'll have no idea who they they're, no yeah. Idea. yeah. They'll have no idea who that person's family is, whereas when we're back home in our country, you know, know. Yeah. you know exactly who that mm-hmm. family is. You know by a last name. You know by the way right. that somebody speaks. You know their language. Right. Here you come here, and they have no idea who their daughter's yeah, are. Freestyling. So how has that been? I mean, especially because... You were in a small town of St. Cloud and coming mm-hmm. to the city. You have a good memory. I told you one time that I was from St. Cloud. I remember everything. Okay. So, so from being in the city to being in St. Cloud mm-hmm. and being African descent, what differentiate all that shit? For me, if we're talking in terms of dating, right? Yeah, yeah, in terms of dating. What, what was the transition period like coming from St. But from St. Cloud to the city of Minneapolis to St. Or Twin Cities, which is six hundred thousand in between both of them. Mm-hmm. How was that transition like? And being with the you know the descent you are, so you're down to your parents are open to different things. Yeah. But they probably don't know what those different things even consist of. They have no idea, right? Yeah. So I would say the biggest thing though, because I am the age I am. In the past ten years, you know that there are so many South Sudanese people. There are so mm-hmm. many Somalis. Like that's a big part of Minnesota now. It is. Yeah. But when I was growing up back in the day. Back in the day, you back gotta relax. Back in the day. I don't know. It was that. not that far back in the day. Uh, First of all. So being East African then meant something so much more different than what it does now. Mm, because I pe- agree, actually. People have... They're more cultural. Well, people know what immigrants are now in yes, Minnesota. Yes, yes. You think about it 20 years ago, when my parents came here, they had no idea true. what an East African immigrant was. You're, that's very true. You're correct about I agree. In seven years, we've had the most Somalis ever come outside of their country, the most South Sudanese ever come outside of their country, and people understand that. But when I was growing up, it was just me. So when you talk mm. about me moving from St. Cloud as mm. being the only East African immigrant and then moving to the Twin Cities. Where there's a full East African culture. Exactly. 
Wow, that must be lovely. You're out here loving it then. Well, that's the other thing too. You feel like you can step into a space and be yourself. That's excellent. Doesn't that feel good? It does. I'm not complaining. That's the, that's the bottom line no. is I'm not complaining. So, I mean, how I mean, how was that transition like? Was it, Were you scared to come to the city? No. And the reason is because I came here for school, right? Right. And you come and you think you're just going to study. It, end up, it ends up changing you in ways that you don't think it's going to change you. You meet people. You realize that you have more potential than what you thought. When you come from a small city like that, everybody thinks that if you just follow step eight, nine, and ten, then that's your life, right? Mm, you get yeah. married and you die yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you move into a larger city with so many other people, then you realize that ten is not the final step. Mm. Very true. So you just broaden your horizon and realize you have you, there's so much more you can do, so much more you can accomplish. Exactly. That's excellent. You yeah. give us a, I'm feeling motivated. God dang. I really feel like I'm like, y'all ask me so many questions and it makes me uncomfortable. I like want to ask you questions. No, I want to ask my questions. Is that allowed? Is that allowed? I like being a host. First of all, welcome to my show. Wholesome Podcast. Featuring the Wholesome Podcast. We got Trey. We got Mitch. We got Trey. We got Mitch. (laughs) She's wildin'. This this episode. This episode is what? Okay, so if y'all have been having guests on here who talk to you about like their dating and relationship histories, right? Yes. yes. Is that, do, am I correct in saying that? Yes. Yes. Okay, so you gotta tune I, in, host a podcast every other Friday, catch the link on YouTube. So, I met these two on a Sunday in Minneapolis out doing their thing, right? Sunday, Friday, we do it all Sunday. I think one of the things that people want to know, you guys can give me the male perspective, right? So doing this for the girls. You the black male perspective. The, the black... black male perspective, that's fair. Yes. That's fair and that's real. When you go out and when you understand that you will most likely meet somebody that you didn't know, what are you searching for? Personality. Personality. That was a very quick answer too, so that was like that's something that came. Are you fun to talk to? You. Yeah, nigga, are you fun to talk to, bitch? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not bitch, but my bad. What are you? <laughs> what are you looking for? I'm more so looking for vibes. Okay. Do I? I mean, do I catch your vibe? You catch my vibe. That's more so the more important thing than personality, because once drinks are involved, personalities are completely changed. You're in an atmosphere that's not your your usual atmosphere on a day to day basis, so it's a little bit different. So for me, I always try and understand people that maybe that I don't know, right? Or, I feel like there's so much background to this, so either way, me coming up to your table, right, on a random Sunday, I wanted to know people that I didn't know in that bar. To be very honest, y'all were the closest. Right. Y'all were closest to my table. So the reason was you came down to talk to us because we were the closest. Right, proximity. But I would have left had it been awkward. Right. Y'all weren't sure. awkward about it. So I'm thinking that y'all were also very open to conversing with people that you didn't know. So there's some groups, right? You go out to a bar, there's some groups who are only really invested in hanging with the people they know. Y'all didn't seem like it was something where if I came up to you that I was interrupting, made it very comfortable, you were asking questions and reciprocating the questions that I was asking as well. Absolutely. So then I felt like I was like, okay, then we can rock. 
So when you're going out and on a Sunday and you're out having your Sunday fun day the way you do, you're having your mimosas 10, 15, 12, Don't get 20, crazy. 20. Don't get crazy. But what, I mean, how are you interacting with people? So, you know, he's so, looking for personality. I'm looking for vibes. What are you here. looking for? So what if... Now let her answer that first. I think that I'm mostly looking for the person who is open to learning. And I think that's a mixture of personality it's a mixture of vibes how do you know if somebody's open to learning or not though because of the way that they approach you to be very honest but what if you approach them if i approach them and they give me an answer um let's say and neither of you gave me answers that shut me off what gave you two different answers though you didn't that that didn't happen you're saying what if though if you gave me two different answers then i'd probably to be very honest i'd gravitate towards the person who gave me the answer that i was looking for I don't know. I was drunk. You drunk right now? I am. <laughs> I just want to know because, okay, obviously we are imbalanced here. I have two, as you would say, black male opinions. Yes. On my right and on my left. Yes. So when y'all are out and potentially looking for the person that you're looking for, so the one, let's say. The one. Okay. Who is going to catch your eye? Is it the person who is loudest? Mm. Is it the person who is quiet? Mm. Is it the person who looks the best in terms of style? Mm. Wow, that's, that's a great question. Or is it the person who is really in the corner? Who are each of you going to go after? That's what I want to know. Who I vibe with the best? You got the same energy. So, so, so energy. Which, which one do you vibe with, though? It, di it differentiates. Is it, okay, so is it a girl who comes up to you or is it a girl that you go up to? Who do you like? Um, it really differentiate, like, the people I talk to the most the one who came down on me. Okay. But that just happened the most, but it can be indifferent, so you right? Got, you got videos coming up to you, telling you, not checking like out that, you. Nah, not like that, but <laughs> it happened, it happened. But, okay, maybe I could verse with you, maybe I'll just shoot at you, like, shit, let me see where your mind at and shit. Like, it really... Everything matters on the situation. Okay. Everything ain't permanent. It's not permanent. Yes. Let me zip over to you. Zip over to <laughs> me. You hosting, hosting, huh? Yeah, I know. Like, she's not taking over. She really no, for me, it. like, so I'm out. Say it's a Saturday night. Exactly. Um, for me, it's more so whoever is the... <clears throat> whoever is stylish and commanding the most attention, uh, but is also... Quiet and low key. When you say things like that, so the person who is stylish and commanding the most attention, but also low key and quiet, that to me, those are two separate girls. They're completely opposite. Nah. Those are two separate girls. So what that means is there's somebody that um they might wear something loud, but they don't gotta they don't have to do a bunch of extra stuff. Okay. They don't have to say nothing to anybody. They might they might be saying nothing to no other to nobody at all but hanging with their girls, mm -hmm. not minding anybody at all. Mm -hmm. They might have on something loud. They might be wearing something loud. They might they might be dancing and vibing with their girls loudly, but they're not being loud and valuing. They're not being. They're not actually mingling with anybody. They're just really having a good time and enjoying themselves. So by virtue, what I'm hearing is you don't like a girl who is out to look for her guy. No. That's that's what I hear. For she me, can, not. But she can. No, for me, I don't want a girl to stop and look for a dude. If you out here just having a good time, have a good time. Yeah, and that's more attractive to you. To me, mm -hmm. that's more attractive to me. Just have a good time, live your life. Okay, so for both of you though, to some degree, do you think that people go out 
to enjoy themselves, or do you think that people go out to find somebody? People go out to, to be seen and to enjoy other people. Okay. Yeah. Very, very few people go out to just enjoy themselves and just enjoy that's, their friends. Me, yeah, but a, that's what you just described. Very few people I like. Okay. I'm a carefree. I'm a, I'm a carefree guy, so I'm gonna enjoy my own energy. Everybody won't like that because they will go with the masses. Yeah. Fuck the masses. I'm gonna delete. But everybody is not comfortable in their own skin to do them type shit. But to each of them, I don't give a fuck. Let me not assume, but your families have been here for some time. Yes. Yes. Okay. Mad time. Yeah. So then when you approach girls okay. who are, who you think might not be either American or you think they're first gen or you think that they're just not American, do you approach them in a different way than you do other American girls? No, it's all the same. I, I think it's all. I think it's all very. Once you're black, I think you're black. Like, like do you think that there's not a difference between being? No, it's, like, a, it's a difference. Okay. Black American and somebody who was immigrated recently. No, it's a different. They're different values, but at the end of the day, we should have the same common goals. But it might be different values, but I don't think there's a major difference at all. I think in the way we're the way we're treated in society is all the same. Maybe uh, at this point, so it's getting it's getting close to all the same. I still think Muslim people are probably treated the worst. Uh-huh. Um, and I, but in general, I think it's treated all at a lower tier than a lot of our counterparts. So I, I think it's majority the same, and it, like I said, it's still very blended. Regardless of what the values are, yeah. The I had one job, nigga from Africa and shit. He like shit. Do you? Cause we African Americans. So do you relate more with Africans from Africa, or you relate more to white people? Mm-hmm. That shit kind of resonated with me because, like, damn, I'm American. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. Well, how, did you, how, did you, how did you answer that? I don't know. <laughs> so, for me, I, I mean, for, for me, I mean. We don't know the African culture. We don't know the tradition. That doesn't mean so you don't have to know the culture to be able to relate to something. Mm-hmm. I, I relate to something by looking like, if we look similar, we relate. Mm-hmm. If, we, if we act similar, we relate. So, I don't have to. It's, no, and like this, Nipsey Hussle, he from over there and shit. He like that shit was a big like thing for him. Like he couldn't understand it. Like his parents really from where the fuck he from. But yeah, he's, he's at the, big yeah, tree. But yes, but it was a learning aspect. He he wasn't comfortable at first. He might understand the aspect, but he won't understand the traditions but you and don't everything. Have, you don't have to understand everything to relate though. You don't. I think here's you my question. You don't have to. Here's my question. If he asked you, do you relate more to like white Americans versus like African immigrants? The biggest thing is now that you're living in the same country, which is America, how are you treated? And it's based <coughs> off of skin color. That's 100% based off of skin color. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. I understand that part, but it's it's a different aspects between everything. Right? But you, the, the the I think the main running theme with that is people usually are fleeing their countries because they're treated extremely poorly. Usually because it's all kind of war, all type of stuff. Going on, it's basically bad treatment to the no, tenth level. No, it is, but well, but I'm saying let me get to a point though. So it's bad treatment to the tenth level that we can't even imagine. Very but true. it's still bad treatment here for people of that same color. So very that's true. the same, even though there's different perspectives of it. There's a higher level, lower level, whatever. It's still the same but, bad treatment. It's still know, bad treatment. You're 100 right, but being African American, if mm-hmm. you go to another country like Asia, Africa. The little Spanish country that appreciate American niggas more than other niggas, mm-hmm. we're still gonna be treated better than the niggas. No, we won't. Yes, we will. Where? 
What country? Tell me. Every fucking country. American niggas are more publicized than. I'm other saying, people. if we're citizens, if we become a, if you come, if you're a black person, you become a, a citizen of almost any country, and you're, and you're darker skin, you get treated poorly. African American niggas are treated better than anywhere else. I'm not. Say, I said. I said if you're. I said if you're of a of a darker pigment and you get, become a citizen of any other country, you get treated poorly. You will if you're from that country. No. If you're from America and you become a citizen of any other country, nigga, this is a fact. It's I disagree. If American niggas, American niggas go anywhere and be good, I believe that like wholeheartedly. It's not true. It's one hundred percent not true. Asking back from any other country, anybody that's of a darker skin is get treated poorly. In most American niggas, they love American niggas in every other country. All right, Trey. How many other countries you been to? We're gonna edit this out. Have you have you been to any other country or talk well, to? I didn't know. How many people? How many from other countries have you talked to that have said, "Hey, no, we're treated excellent, even though we're of a darker skin." What? Who has said I that? I feel you, but it's racism all across the world. It is like our niggas from that country get treated poorly, but I you think because you're not from that country, you no, but you get treated better. Everybody fantasize about American niggas, but it, I know it. Racism, every other, I, you know, I know this. Our little Spanish country, all white, these niggas darker, fuck them. That disproves the point, then. But American niggas are more publicized than anything else. They just because they're publicized doesn't mean if you come in. So they're like, more warranted. They more like you feel me. I'm fuck with them, and that's a true fact. How do you know it's a fact? Chill out. But it's a so fact. you can't. So you have no idea how you know it's a fact, but it's a fact. But it's a fact. Okay. I think it's country by country. Actually, to be very honest. You go to somewhere like Chile, black Americans are held as the highest standard. You go to somewhere like Argentina, black Americans are the lowest of the low. You go to somewhere like France, black Americans held low. You go to somewhere like Turkey, though, black Americans, the best of the best. So I'm saying, you guys are both right. In nah. the, in the, no, 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 no. The countries that I've been to, the places, they they all see what happens within being black in America, and they take it for what it is. So, like, Turkey is more of an Islamist state. Yeah? Right. Agreed. They will take black Americans, and they feel like you're a celebrity. But you go to somewhere like France, black people are treated horribly. They hate black people in France. You go to Chile, black people are celebrities. You go to Argentina, black people are the lowest people of society. Right. Why are you worried about applying too much pressure to a woman? Well, me, so be honest, keep it at 100% above. Mm-hmm. Most women say I don't apply enough pressure. So I'm talking this pressure talk, and I get a lot, I get feedback. But this isn't necessarily a pressure walk. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, who am I kidding? Who am I kidding? I'm talking this pressure talk. And there's plenty of people that told me like you do like do you like me or no? I'm blind to the fact I don't know none of this shit. Like like do you like it's a lot of girls that be like do you even like me? Like you not applying enough pressure basically. Okay. And it's not because I'm not, I, I apply the pressure that I feel like it's fitting. I don't ever want to apply too much. Mm-hmm. I don't want to apply too little. I feel like what's fitting, but it don't be fitting. I guess they want from white. So a lot of people a lot of times they don't care about the J when they get like bitch. I'm, I'm vibe with you. Like, let me vibe, bitch. So yeah, a lot of times girls are like. We don't, man, I don't know if you like me or not. Because I guess I don't It is hard to tell. If somebody isn't direct and if somebody isn't forward, it's hard to tell. Right. If you're talking to somebody as if they're just a friend or a family member, how are you going to know? I talk to everyone as if they're a friend, though. 
And in that sense, though, what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Why don't you treat everybody accountable to their action? Like, I'm a, I'm a love you just like I love her. Like, it's genuine love type shit. But how would you know as if somebody's pursuing you on a higher level? How would you let some girl know that they're more special to you? Bitch, than- if I hang out with you in public, bitch, we hanging out. Who knows that? If you say that you treat, you know everybody, that, like, if you treat everybody the same way, you got your friend over here from kindergarten, you got your friend over here from the grocery store, and then you got the girl that you want. How is the girl that you want gonna know? Damn it, bitch! Do I watch it? I don't take everybody out. Like, bitch, let's go see a movie. Let's do that. Can we? <laughs> Maybe she wouldn't know. <laughs> Nigga, you want to see a movie? It depends on the movie. Let's say later. We're gonna see honey. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. came out in 2002. Damn it. We're, we're going to figure it out. Just like, yeah, I see it in the theaters. Honey and Gravy came out the same time. Remember that? I see both of them. They came out the same time. I see both. Y'all are angels. Don't tell Don't tell It was probably back to back weekend. They were at the same time. No, they didn't best friends. I see Honey them. and Glitter in theaters. They was at the same time. No, Hardball was at the same time. I seen all three in theaters. They was at the same time. Hardball and Glitter, all those three movies at the same I time. Believe, I seen all of them in theaters. All of them. We're done with the conversation. Okay, so then you think that your approach is more straightforward. When we're talking to be Mitch over here, he said that girls be telling him that they don't know whether or not he's actually trying to pursue them or if he just wants a friendship. Different and I think that is very, very difficult. It's what a different lifestyle. Which, you, which one would you rather be in? I would rather have somebody directly approach me and say, hello, I think you're attractive, and I think I want to get to know you in a level that could lead to something. If it doesn't, it's cool. We'll still rock as friends. Damn. But I don't, I, don't, I don't need anybody. From the fact that I left high school, I don't need anybody approaching me as a, a, a friend and they're not going to step up to more so like what's approaching you like a friend so if i approach you and say what a nigga ugly fight and he still approach you no. on a, then that's my decision then that's my decision but if then I, i'll say if, if you're not my type then that's the end of it but if i approach you say i approach you on, on a night and i'm like man you like you really you look very you, you look very vibrant tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, let's let's go out let's, in a couple of days, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Go get some breakfast or something. The key word is you asked me to go out though. I don't think you'd do that with a friend. But I'm saying agree. I, so I agree with that. I think that's I think those are very informative words and stuff like that. Yeah. Um but then my conversation I guess is friendly furthermore after that. In terms of I'm just You think you're just trying to get to know somebody. Yeah, and my friend. From my point of view is what I think, but I guess it's not as funny. I mean, because I'm not, I don't know. I guess I'm not like, hey, let's be in a relationship. I just met you yesterday. It doesn't have to be about that. It doesn't have to be about jumping the gun. It doesn't have to be about, like, I'm going to get you to be my wife from day one. It has to be about intention of I want to get to know you on a better level, to get to know you on a better level. Mm. I think there are these guys out there who want to play the field. So either they're like, I want to take you home tonight, and that's all you'll be. Or there are these guys who are like, I just want to have so many female friends. The guys that right now for me as Zoo that I'm most interested in are the guys who are serious about potentially building something. And that's all. 
whole different approach. Right, but building takes time. A lot of it women, does take time, and I don't want it to be right off the bat. Right, a lot of women nowadays aren't willing to take time to just relax and just. That's just not true. You no, think so, a lot of women. It's a fact. Relax. It's a fact. It's yeah. not even kind of not sure. Give me the facts. Give me the picture. Like, I don't care. Yo, it's like ninety percent of women ain't trying to really sit and just build. They talk that stuff, but that's not for real. They why, talk that. Why do you think that? Why do you I think know that? that. As a young Give me an man, example. I need an example. Is this. An, an example is this. And this, here's a great example. Mm-hmm. Perfect example. I'm using my own lifestyle version. Give, give, give us your autobiography. Listen, literally. So, <laughs> so, say I'm talking to a young lady uh, and she, she, she asks, so what do you look for? I'm like, so I just want to get to know you. It takes me a little bit of time to get to your relationship. Yeah. Might take it might take me a couple years, it might take me a couple, I don't know. Yeah. But it takes time for me to know if I want to be in a relationship with somebody. Six months down the line, mm. she'll start pressing me and be and eventually just disappear. <clears throat> if you any What did she press you on? What what was the pressing you? Then you gonna wipe me right now. But nobody's ever said that to me. But if they did, I, they got to that. That's not okay. I don't tolerate that. Okay. You can't just ask. You can't just tell somebody you, you better have wife a me. zero tolerance policy. Yeah, you're gonna tell me. You gonna tell me you better wife me right now? Uh, you better relax. Like, carry on. But no. So if you talk to a young lady, you talk to her six months consistently. Yeah. Consistently. So you can day to day basis mm-hmm. hanging out consistently. Six nine months down the line, guarantee she wants a relationship. If she, if you say that, hey, I'm not ready for relationship yet, she goes down a whole spill on, well, why not? We talk every day, been talking for six to nine months. Mm-hmm. We know each other pretty well. Oh, you tried. Why, why not? Why can't we be? Why can't we exclusively have a relationship? My response would be, I don't know you well enough. Mm-hmm. Seems a pro- seems to be a problematic <laughs> response. If, okay, six sure to is. nine months pass by, whether yes. this is somebody who's a love interest or a friend, in that time frame, there's nobody who you're going to tell that you don't know well enough. It's either that there's something wrong with you that you haven't been listening, because even if it hasn't been a romantic interest, if it's just a friend, if you know somebody for six to nine months and you say, and you end up saying, I don't know you well enough, yes. then there's a whole other nah, problem. I disagree. Completely. Okay, tell me the points of disagreement. Um, because have you ever been in a relationship for a long period of time? That's something I can say, yeah. How long? Let's say, I'm, I'm an odd case because my longest relationship has been eight months. But I, it, to, me, to me, that feels like a long period of time. So, it's not, you're right, it's not, it's not a long-term relationship. It's not three years. So, that's, that's a tough example, but... Um, month three compared to month eight, did you not learn different things? Of course you did. So, but I'm pretty sure you know people that have been married for plenty of years, right? Of course. The things they're still learning things even later on in marriage, right? Yeah. So you're telling me that six to nine months, you can't learn more things a year and a half later? You can, but what you were saying is that I didn't know that this <clears throat> was somebody that I was going to be able to rock with. That's what you initially yes. said. I don't know someone well enough at six to nine months to be in a relationship with them. I don't know them well enough because there's still so many things. Because to me, in my opinion, the first few months, if you're actually talking to somebody and actually get to know them on a relationship type level, 
the first few months they're gonna put on the best of them because they're attracted to you. Of course. They want they want you to be attracted to them. They want to put on the best of them. Yeah. Once they finally let that, they might not let that guard down until who knows when. You don't know when they let that guard down, but you start to learn more things in those later months. So you start to get the nine months, twelve months. Um, but I think naturally that dissipates, and I don't. It know does. That, I don't. I don't know that for sure. But I think that naturally, after three months, even that somebody lets that guard down, they may be trying to always present their best self. But at the same time, I partially you, agree. You will see things about their life that you wouldn't have known before. I personally, and yeah, you will yeah. know whether or not. After six months, you will know whether or not this is somebody that you absolutely... You'll know more. You, you'll know more. You won't know for sure. Yeah. You'll know more, though. You'll know more, though, for sure. I, so I agree with everything you just said. I think after, like I said, after three months, you'll know, you'll know a little more. Six months, you'll know a little more. Nine months, you'll know a little more. But how do you know for sure? What's the rush? Why rush into something that, if it's supposed to be forever, it's going to be forever. Why rush into it? You want to know what the rush is? I think a lot of the time, for people, there's some sort of biological clock that comes into play. So a lot of people are saying that, like, oh, I want to get married. What does getting married mean? It means potentially kids. There is right. an actual limit to that. Girls always say this point of view, oh, biological clock. Because y'all don't have to worry about it. <laughs> you <laughs> you can provide a child until the time that you're, what, 85? This is always the girl point of view. Always. Because the girl point of view oh is a scientific point of view. If you can give children until you're 85, but maybe I can until I'm 37, it's going gonna, it's gonna to mean a hell of a lot more to me. So that means rush? It doesn't mean rush, no. And so my personality specifically, I don't care who the guy is. I'm not going to rush. I'm going to make sure that I'm comfortable. Right. First of all, black men don't cheat. This has been the Wholesome Podcast. Podcast, podcast. Wholesome B. Mitch, straight somewhere in the building. Zoo, the fake host. Jason made another one. Huh? Packing the mail, it's gone. Uh, she like I smell cologne. Yeah, I just signed a deal, I'm on.